What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for the 26th episode of the Fresh in the Feed podcast. My name's Matt, his name's Justin, and we're in for a good interview today, and we're refreshing your feed so you don't have to. Hey, Justin, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time, actually. Um, just over a year since I had you on my previous podcast. For yeah. those who don't know, it's called Your Sister's Favorite Podcast. Um, it's come a long way. Since yeah. last time you've been here. Uh, yeah, yeah, considering no. and this was a, a work in progress, a lot no, has been done. A lot has been done renovation-wise. To Co- the, considerable place. amount, I'd say. Looks very nice, though. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. Um, well, to be fair, you're, you're like the... If you don't count Andrew, you don't count Julian, you're probably like the third person to ever record in here. Yeah? Uh, no, Tommy. Oh, Tommy. Yes, Tommy. okay, fourth. Tommy. Yeah. But like actual... like. Um, uh, Tommy's was the only interview okay. one, so yeah, that's good. Um, so you're you're right now you're in school for we've been friends for a long time. Yeah, um, you're in school for robotics. Yes, right now. Uh, for those who don't know, um, very interesting field. What like, I want to know like it's very it's a very interesting and complex, um, obviously field to get into. But at the same time, I want to know why robotics, like primarily robotics or computer science. I want to yeah. know exactly what, um, in general, you've got into. So, um, my field is, uh, general, um, robotics. I get a computer science degree as well as a, um, uh, electronics engineering degree, something like that. Okay. And, um, put those together and I'll get my, it'll, I'll come out with a robotics at the end of it. Okay. And, um, uh, yeah, it's pretty much, they teach me the fundamentals of coding, um, building small circuits. Or even big circuits and programming those. Were you like a, were, were you in uh, were you like the top of the class in like computer science in high school? I probably would have been if I uh, if I, I care if I cared. Yeah, that class I feel like was just kind of a joke. No, if if it was fun, that that's where I fell in love yeah. with it. To be fair, but it was the kind of class where if you put in the effort, you'll get a like, like a, a great mark. You, yeah. You'll get a great mark. Yeah, it's, it's not it's not a hard course to fail. But um, you could do a lot. Like it's there's a lot of free reign yeah. in that in that class. A lot of projects yeah. are like do your own thing kind of. It's more of just like a guideline, but general topic. You do your own yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. and I love that. I love being able to create. Yeah, my own exactly. Program. Or I don't know. I just feel like those classes, like especially in high school, you um, like you get all this free will to create. Like architecture was another one. Woodshop's another yeah. one. And there, everybody kind of like just takes them for granted. Yeah. But like those classes, kind of like drift you away from that yeah, yeah, yeah. that high school that no, like you're just ab- absolutely like everyone thinks it's this um out of box like hard class that you're gonna take and you're gonna be struggling to learn how to do this stuff but it's very introductory yeah it's very enjoyable if you if you see yourself being a um even like a content creator like anything uh in terms of pc development yeah, or yeah. anything like that like you'll You'll enjoy classes like that. It's very, it's very fun. Yeah, I and I think people, especially um, now more than ever, I think people don't realize the importance of having no, like PC and computer knowledge. Yeah. Um, like even for someone like myself, obviously uh, I, I enjoy like working with digital media and a lot of uh, software and things like that. But a lot of people, especially with they start up their own brand and they start up their own thing, a lot of people you have to like know. Um, how to market and a lot of times marketing involves a lot of software and stuff like that yeah, which yeah. I don't think people give enough credit that's why when you think of like computers 
and like computer engineering and uh, computer science, you don't really realize like the complexity of what it takes to actually like code and like go through the motions, right? Like I know you you've uh, you've been doing it for a while and you're a big PC guy. Um, I recently just switched over to Mac. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just because discussion. Yeah. <laughs> just because uh, for a couple reasons, uh, my processing power of my PC yeah. and. And all that just under my circumstances. You gotta do what works. You gotta do what works for exactly, you. Exactly. Yeah. There's always um, gonna be ups and downs for whatever platform you go to. Yeah. How long have you been a, a PC guy? Me being a PC guy was um, more recent, actually. Not not recent in terms of like last year, but the last four years. Other than that, it was always we always had like a Mac in our house or like an iPad yeah. or my first laptop was a MacBook. Still use that MacBook, um, but I've always wanted to do different things and this is where um the appeal for like gaming and stuff came to me because i can't really game on yeah Mac. Like like they're, Mac, not, they're yeah. not for that yeah, yeah but um that's that's what i want to do and i want to like program or do all this kind of stuff not to say you can't do it on a mac but i just found that doing, much easier obviously yeah there's a lot of like third-party softwares that only work on windows yeah i ended up before i even built my first pc i downloaded windows on my mac like just yeah, so I could yeah, use yeah. certain softwares, like and bootcamp. Stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I used to. Do, I did the same thing originally. Um, so obviously, like you want to get into that. Do you know, like specifically, like if you had a dream sort of job, mm-hmm. um, like involving robotics and computer science and coding, uh, what like sort of thing would you want to do? Would it be like s- your own path, sort of, and be like an inventing? Um, I could see myself doing more of. Um Still working for a company. I don't think I have the drive to do my own company at any point. Nah, I don't know yet. But uh, I would I would much rather do, like, um, uh, commissions almost or, like, okay. jobs in that way where someone's like, I need um, an assembly line built, for example, and I yeah. need to program or I need to build a robot and then program that robot. Or you usually get to yeah, yeah, for yeah. something that large scale, but something in terms of, like, contract work okay but even for a company i would do that yeah yeah that's dope that's dope well i know like the first thing that comes to mind when i think of like robots and assembly lines and things like that i think of the automotive industry okay obviously and i know you've you've been working for a while Mm. um uh with cars and stuff like that do you like do you think that's that's a path for yourself because i kind of think like you would excel there almost just knowing you from from the past Mm -hmm. i think that's that's a path maybe maybe i could definitely do that but um uh, who knows um most cars are not, not most cars but a lot of cars are going electronic now yeah a lot of companies are uh switching over um so there's probably going to be a couple of jobs in that field at some point but um yeah i would love the opportunity to, to do you, try th- and do do you think that's like that. the uh do you think that's like the future of of uh of the automotive industry like not just simply electronic cars but Right now, like you obviously you know, like Tesla is kind of yeah, yeah. T- yeah, taking yeah. over that that EV. So, do you think that that's the path that we're going on? Um, I think it is, um, only because um, you see f- uh, companies like major companies like Ford, yeah. stopping the production of uh, oh, gasoline-powered cars. They're going to start doing just EV only. Yeah, in the next four to five years, they're going to wow. do only um, electronic cars. So if big companies like that are going to start pushing for it, then I think a lot of people yeah. will follow suit. Well, I don't know. I think I think a lot of consumers, especially people our age, yeah. um, me especially, I can speak for I can speak for a couple of people I know also. 
Um, yeah, you see electric ca- electronic cars, like it's it, it just like this appealing yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sort of vibe to it's it. It's new, it's exciting, it's it's the new thing. Everyone wants to uh, experience that. It was like when they added like Apple CarPlay, for example, into cars for the first time. Everyone wanted to yeah. jump onto that. Like it's always the new technology that everyone wants to jump onto, and they're very nice um, designed interior wise, exterior wise. Like they're nice cars. Yeah. So I think a lot of people just um, cling to that. Yeah, I feel like the software is a big part, um, rather than like the actual like external. Oh and, yeah, no, that and, that, that and the stuff's body. crazy. That stuff's absolutely crazy. What yeah. they're doing with um, AI technology and yeah. self-driving cars, and like lane assist and oh, yeah. all Unreal. that stuff, and it's kind of it's kind of wild. You see, I don't know if you've ever seen like um, not like like the big iPad and the Tesla, mm-hmm. like the dashboard, or whatever the hub. Um, and it kind of like just outlines the entire road for you. Yeah. Like like an, a 3D version yeah, yeah. of it, right? Like yeah, yeah. a rendered version. No, no. The, um, I, I honestly suspect in the next, I don't know how many years, but I think in our lifetime, 95% of the cars will all be self-driving. Wow. In our lifetime. Not saying yeah, yeah, next yeah. 10 years, next 20 years. Like, I don't know when. Yeah, I think yeah. all cars will be self-driving. I probably um, I probably say maybe the next forty years. Yeah, they'll they'll know where each other's cars are on the road, and they'll it'll literally be get in your car, say I want to go here, and it takes you there. Yeah, I feel like that's the biggest thing. Um, the hardest part of it, I feel like once it gets going, it's gone. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I feel like the transition between manual driving car or like person, yeah. right? Like yeah, yeah, but no. automatic and stuff, rather than. All self-assist. That, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like ninety percent, ninety-five percent of cars will do that, yeah. only because there'll always be those people that prefer to drive themselves or yeah. do all these kind of things. But uh, who knows? Who knows what laws will hold in fifty years? Yeah. Laws will hold in forty years. Maybe there'll be like a mandatory like, this is the new standard. You're you're being driven. You by have robot. to. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy to even think about. Like a government regulated one, yeah, right. Like it has to pass. I a can certain... see that. I could absolutely see that happening. Yeah, it's 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 almost the same as right now, right? It's a if you compare it to like, um, like government regulations for cars right now, like seatbelts and airbags and yeah, yeah and, no, there's and always braking checks there's, and there's always new things being added on to that list. Yeah, like if you think about cars from 50 years ago, no airbags, no seatbelts. Yeah, exactly. Bench seats in the front. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like every, even like everything. Like mm-hmm. let's say they. It's definitely not a requirement right now to have in your car, but let's say like blind spot assist. Yeah, like that's basically that's yeah, the same. That, that's, that's like the same thing. Blind spot assist is becoming like a standard package in cars. Yeah. Now. So like yeah. all those kind of technologies are just going to keep getting on and on and on and on, and eventually, I think they're going to be all self driving. Yeah, I think like that that it can, it can have an impact, but. I feel like it would be drowned out by insurance companies. I feel like insurance companies, when they see blind spot assist and they see like reverse cameras and stuff like that, I feel like once they become more a part of your car, that they don't really contribute. Because right now, if I buy a, a if I buy a car with rear camera assist, um, mm-hmm. like auto braking, a lane assist, a blind spot, like all those things, I think like the insurance com- insurance companies take into account like all those factors of your car right when they when they quote you yeah so i feel like eventually down the line those um assets that are now like considered wow like these in your like a seatbelt, yeah right like a mandatory seatbelt, or like this like the um, airbags whatever right like now they don't insurance companies don't really quote you based on if you have airbags because you have to have yeah, airbags, yeah. right so i think eventually down the line it could be beneficial and some negative things to take away from it but i'm curious to see what would happen if um all cars are self-driving like 
realistically where, where's the insurance that the only the only insurance you would need at that point is if something yes yeah, like, so went like, wrong in that technology yeah like what's the what's the margin for error right like what yeah. like what percentage of collisions end in like uh fatal accidents that's what i want to know i i think at a certain point in terms of technology um the only thing that'll determine that is going to be like natural causes like major wind or even like third party um distractions like something flying onto the road or anything like that like those kind of things at some point will be the only problems in terms of like getting into collisions on the road yeah because i feel like there's no possible way other than like a malfunction or a glitch or yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that, like that's I feel like that's where you find, okay, this is like an error that yeah. like it can cause like major issue. But if those are patched, right, like then it becomes seamless. Yeah. And then you like you're saying like a tree falls or something like that and the natural causes and shit like that. Um, but yeah, moving on to I want to talk I wanted to get into um, something that one of our close friends that we work with is actually experiencing right now, also. Um, so, because of COVID, yeah. uh, as you know, there's been a shortage in a lot of PC parts. Yeah. Um, you're a PC guy. I was a PC guy. I'm, I'm technically still a computer guy. But um, and I wanted to know, I, I have a couple of things that I know why um, there was a shortage. Yeah. So, this caused, like, this caused a lot of issues. When I first heard that, like, uh, primarily graphics cards. Yes. Um, that's, like, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, I can't really give a good explanation. What does, like, a graphics card, like, do in the computer? I know you can give a good one. Okay, so the graphics uh, card offloads some uh, load from the CPU. So the CPU is your general yeah. processing unit, powers the computer, tells it what to do. So it's a, it's a, uh, it's a separate part in your computer that just handles um, graphics computing. Um, it'll do a lot more rapid changes in... Um, uh, let's say your screen needs to change like a visual really quick. Yeah. Um, any anything that in terms of um, changes in your graphics that'll compute it. Yeah. But what it's also very good for is um, number decoding, and that's why it's very popular with crypto mining right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. There was so like as you know there was a shortage. Um, so the big tech giants. Mm-hmm. Are the ones that create the chips for these parts? Yes. Uh, like Samsung and others. Mm-hmm. Um, so the biggest thing was that, like, because there was this giant shortage, obviously the price goes up. Yes. Um, we know a couple of people that were looking for a graphics card, actually. Yeah. Uh, so number one, you can't. F- not, the rarity of them is extremely rare. Yeah, I know. I know people that are like building bots for like Canada computers or any other like Amazon that'll just snipe one as soon as it goes on yeah, sale. Yeah, like instantly buy. Like people are buying and reselling these like crazy. Like this is way hotter than your PS4 yeah. or PS5 rather and your oh, Xbox yeah. Series X. Like this is way hotter than like the resale value is crazy. Like I've seen people like double their money just Yeah. Yeah, like so, like especially that's a big thing like uh like the resale um if you do get your hands on one, you're making like like you just said like double, sometimes triple the profit. Yeah, so whatever it is, like let's say cards 500 bucks, you're easily getting 8 to 9 uh, $900. Yeah. So like the biggest thing apparently that was the reason for the shortage mm-hmm. obviously is the, is the because of the production, they didn't have mm-hmm. enough resources obviously, but the high demand now that people were home for yes. for a year, two years, whatever it was, a year and a year and 6 months, whatever it was, um 
was that obviously you want to, you have to work from home now. A lot of people were working from home and yeah. they have to either build a computer or yeah. buy a computer. Yeah. Um, so the demand for just parts in general yeah. uh, just went up, obviously. Yeah, because everyone needed them. Yeah, which doesn't, doesn't obviously doesn't surprise me. Yeah, you no, you got to work from home. You, you, you got to do, you gotta do what you got to do. Yeah. Like, and, uh, but what does surprise me is that individual parts mm-hmm. rather than pre-assembled um like monitor uh desktops or laptops aren't selling as much as the the parts are i think people have sort of come to realize that if you buy a pre-assembled desktop Mm -hmm. you're sort of not getting your bang for your buck whether if you just make it okay so in the last year and a half of lockdown two years whatever it's what it was however long it was people have obviously had more time to do their own thing like even though you're still working you're realistically at home yeah most of the time so People do their research. People do explore more. They do new hobbies. They do all kinds of stuff. And what I think it was is people have done their research, um, came to the conclusion similar to what I came to a couple of years back when I was building my first computer. They're like, this isn't that difficult. Maybe I should give it a try. Yeah. So once they part out their own PC, they could realize that I could swap this out for this and this. They could swap out things that better suit their needs, and that's why they feel like it's a better bang for the buck to go with their. Yeah, pre- but I, I their, also their, feel their like computer. yeah, I also feel like you um. Like obviously you can like you're just saying like you build gaming oriented PCs, you build work oriented PCs, uh, things like that, right? But I feel like people now that you've seen a lot of like exposure to gaming PCs because the gaming like a PC wasn't really. Like a, a sp- like a like a home built a self built PC wasn't really like the trend or the the style right it was yeah, always like right. you just buy a Dell one and whatever a Dell tower whatever it is and you just plug it in right yeah, but yeah. but now you see like these crazy setups with RGBs everywhere yeah, yeah, yeah. and LEDs and people yeah. want that sort of aesthetic yeah, yeah that that's that that's the same thing with uh, cars people want to have something that they're proud of that yeah. looks nice like they could show it off. Um, even though it's like in their house, but yeah, it's something that you like people come over and be like, Oh, look at my computer. And it like blinds them from how bright it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like but RGBs everywhere. And LED. like, I feel like that whole, that, like that appeals so much more to people than yeah. a pre-built computer. Yeah, like, exactly. That just has, and I feel like that the market for pre-built computers is kind of, kind of like deteriorating at that point. The, but those, uh, yeah. the, the thing is like those companies still sell parts. Yeah, yeah. So right. there will always be a need for pre-built, obviously, because not everyone has, like, the know-how to go, go out and build yeah. their own computer. But what I do know is that a lot of companies that do sell pre-built also have, um, in the last couple of years, have developed their own, like, custom building service. You could go on their website instead of buying a pre-built. It, yeah. it is a pre-built, but you could customize it. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. somebody at, like, let's say Dell will build that computer for you, and they'll ship it out, and it'll be, oh, like... That's dope. I didn't even know that. I didn't know you could like go. No, no, no. There's a lot of companies that are doing it right now. I know Dell's one of them for sure. Yeah, well, HP's I figured doing like, it as well. Yeah, but I feel like it's only. I still feel like that's kind of limited, just because it's oh, only yeah, their no, parts, yeah, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever um, parts they have available to them, whatever suppliers they have available to Dell and yeah. Kind of stuff. So if you think about it, if you think about the pricing wise, um, what what would you say that average technician sort of would would charge to assemble a PC? Um. It depends. Um, if 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 it's just like a cut and dry, uh, simple PC, they'll probably charge like a hundred, hundred fifty bucks. Yeah, I, pro- it, I was gonna probably say like if it's something where it's 
um, multiple graphics cards and yeah. a thousand dollar water cooling, water cooling, yeah. anything that's like really labor intensive, then you could charge like probably up want. to like 500 yeah, or something, whatever like it that. is, whatever you think that the labor is worth. Yeah. And plus you're, you're taking the liability of actually handling thousand dollar components. Yeah. And that exactly. kind of stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like there's still, there's still like a big trade off. Um, let's say an average of 200 to 300 dollars mm-hmm. um, per build mm-hmm. like per technician obviously um, I feel like even if you spend 1500 on parts and then another 300 on um, like a technician to assemble it for you I feel like there's still a bargain compared to a pre-build yeah the it, only it, the it, only sense th- yeah yeah you're, you you are right yeah the only thing that like to me doesn't make a lot of sense is how fast and quickly they're outdated the parts become outdated yeah um not as of recently i know in the last um the last like five years roughly of hardware it, it usually sticks around like yeah if you build if you built a, a like a decent pc five years ago right now it'll still be like it'll keep up like it, yeah. won't, it won't crush it but it'll keep up yeah i built when i built mine it was uh it was like four years ago yeah but the thing with pre-builds is you're limited for the most part to those pre-builds. Yeah. So if I go out and I buy a Dell, for example, um, five years down the road, if I want a better graphics card, if I want a better CPU, if I want a better whatever. So those pre-builds, you, you don't have access to, to also making uh, adjustments. Like for the later most part, on. no. Upgrades. For the most part, no. Those yeah. motherboards are typically it was, it was proprietary. Like Ma- yeah, they're like Macs. Yeah, yeah. Same and, thing, and, and same sense, concept. In a sense. Yeah. Um, which is kind of... If you think about it, it's kind of like sleazy, and I feel like you yeah. can. I feel like you can also like if you're Apple or you're Dell that you have the pre-builds. I feel like there is a there is a possibility to still make money there. Like obviously, yeah. obviously yeah. it's higher when not offering it, but I feel like the like your consumer there, would there respect is, you so much there more. There is there is a market for that, but in in terms of, let's say I'm Dell and I want to make my computers last five years. Yeah. In five years, you're gonna go out and buy a new computer. Yeah. But if I make my five-year-old computer able to be upgraded five years down the road, I'm not going to be able to charge you a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars, whatever it is, for a new computer. So that's why. And same thing with Macs. Like they've limited their expandability yeah. or upgradability over the years, only because they want you to buy the new one, the next year model. Yeah, it's kind of shit as a consumer. It is. Um, that's why building your own is that much more of an appeal and like you said a bank for bank for your buck like i'd rather spend 500 extra dollars just to build my own yeah exactly um so obviously you mentioned you mentioned one um that i wanted to touch upon uh well and obviously we know nvidia and gigabyte are like the biggest ones um the biggest graphics card carriers nvidia and amd or amd sorry yeah um so obviously they're, they're the they're the big like giants of the of the graphics card industry, and um, people people are going crazy for them. You check Facebook Marketplace, things like that. Another big demand um, that I looked up, like you said before, was obviously crypto mining. Yeah. Um, so Bitcoin obviously is something everybody pretty much knows about. Yeah. Um, it's all over the place, but there's been um, obviously with the shortage, mm-hmm. just like a boom in in like graphics card what's it called yeah. like desire for graphics cards yeah. and desire for pc parts uh, i was reading a bit about it i understand sort of the concept of how mining works um not really too in depth of how like the blockchain and and yeah. things like that and different types of coding and mathematics that are involved and and stuff like that but 
for the most part, it seems extremely difficult. A lot of people think that. You definitely need to know, like, somewhat what you're doing. Yeah. But, um, again, like, in the last, like, year and a half, like, it's been so readily available online to figure out how to make your own rig, how, yeah. to, how to start mining, how to, like, where to get started, how to build your own rig, like, all, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and again, like what I said earlier, it, it comes down to people have had more time and more money available to them. And that's why people are going out and investing all this money. And once they make more money, they'll yeah. keep investing that and buying out more and more and more. Yeah. yeah. So, so the, the thing, the thing for me was that like, um, most people think it's difficult and also like people like the, I consider myself one of like the dummies of the computer world. Obviously I, I don't have a lot of knowledge, but it's a it's a it's a scary thing like let's say i wanted to pick it up it's a scary thing to sort of get the knowledge and start going yeah. um that's why a lot of people invest in companies that do the mining yeah um which has been very popular recently mm. i'm also invested in one of them um and people people have their own opinions uh it's very like crypto's like bullshit and stuff like that and it's not going to go anywhere and and things like that but i think i think for the most part um it is what it is right now yeah. Um. There's nothing really we can do about. It's not going to really change dramatically over the next uh, couple of years or whatever. It's going to be there for a while. Yeah. Um. So why not ride the wave? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially because it's been on such a rise. You hear bitcoins at like some forty plus, fifty plus thousand dollars yeah. Canadian per yeah, yeah. Uh, one bitcoin, right? Um. So obviously that's where sort of that demand comes from a lot. Yeah, but people are hyped up about it. But at the same time, do you think that there is a, a potential future where cryptocurrency, at one point it did have an impact with, the, obviously you could have bought, you could have bought Teslas with Bitcoin yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever it was at the time, and then it got um, uh, revoked because of those, um, like Elon thought it was like environmentally unfriendly to mine Bitcoin and things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. There was all that controversy yeah, yeah. Uh, a while ago. But do you think that there will be a time where we can buy things with crypto? Here's the thing. Crypto is not government regulated. Yeah. It's sort of this outside of the banks and outside of the government yeah. way of um, transact or uh, making money. Um, so unless the government or... A particular industry decides like this is going to be um, a usable tangible currency I don't think it's gonna be sticking around very long personally only because um, these coins are only valued based on what people think they're valued at so if there's a lot of hype around it it'll go up in value yeah but at the end of the day it's nothing it's not even, it's not a tangible object it's nothing yeah. it's 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 ones and zeros in your computer in a wallet on your laptop so it's not a tangible thing. So as long as people give it value, it'll have value. But if government restri restrictions don't allow it, then you'll start to see it die. Yeah, that's a big thing too. Like you're saying, it's a decentralized form of currency, I think is what it's yeah. the term that describes it. Um, so the, obviously that the big powers involved don't want that to happen. That's, yeah, because that they have zero control over that. Yeah, right. So I, 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 I personally think that it can go somewhere and it is kind of somewhat the future, but I don't think, I think it still has to be government regulated. I don't think there's a way where we can like overthrow the government. Like this isn't like star Wars. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You just like the rebellion, right? I do think that 
in a way, we won't have any more tangible currency. I can see that. I can see that. If anything, yeah, no I more feel tangible like, currency. Yeah, I feel like we're, I feel like we're already more than halfway there. First of all, yeah, um, just with the use of debit cards, credit cards, things like that, um, and it's just like a higher level of security. The people that, even from your experience, the people that you know, who are the ones that use tangible, like actual cash. I, I like, honestly like like you're, I, for me I it's very, my parents. Yeah, I have very few people that I know that use like not even my parents use it anymore. I yeah. think I think I honestly think the people that I know who don't use or who use tangible currency are people that don't want to pay taxes on it. That that's yeah. That's the only people I can think of. Yeah, like like even like okay, obviously like illegal things. Um, not not necessarily illegal things, but like let's say I mow your lawn. You're not going to e-transfer me twenty bucks. Yeah, You're yeah, going to yeah. give me twenty bucks cash. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like that, that's the only people I like. Can think side of. hustle and yeah, people like, that do like businesses and yeah. like shit like that. But yeah, I know what you mean, like illegal activity as well. Yeah, like that. Those, I feel those like those are that's, the only people I, that I know. That so you well, once I think once like my our, grandparents. Yeah, literally, like my grandparents and my parents. I think once those generations um, sort of die out, and I think our generation is sort of in between. Yeah. Um, I think the next one, like our kids and potentially even their kids, I think that those two generations are like the, um, they're like the biggest possibility for for zero tangible currency. Just only because with debit, credit, and whatever, I feel like cell phones, especially with Apple Pay and things like that, are just going to get so much more advanced where you're not even going to have to tap your phone. Yeah. Like, well, you know what I mean? Well, um, uh, I don't know if you know about this. They have an Amazon store. And they, yes, they I, track saw, your, I saw that, yeah. They, they track your phone when you're in the store. Um, you put a bunch of things into the shopping cart and you just walk out. And the shopping cart goes based off the item, yeah. yeah. And you just walk out. That's awesome. You don't touch, you don't interact with another person, you don't pull out your phone to tap it, you don't do anything. You yeah. walk in the store, fill up your card, and walk out. Yeah. And they charge you accordingly. It's so dope. Like, I just think that that idea... Oh, that's going to... I'm, like, because I'm, I obviously love... Like, me and you, we, we love, like, tech and advancing and, and things like that. It's just... Um, it's it's kind of scary, yeah, only because it's done right. It's yeah. gonna be like great, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see where it's just got to be done like proper. Right. And I think it's um, I think there is like a, a large market for it, and I think it can be like great, like you just said. Um, but at the same time, there is still that what if like my shit gets hacked and all that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've had an experience with like hackers, but like. I, I personally, I've only had sort of like malware. Yeah, just it's shit just like that. Stupid shit like that. But I there mean, is there is people that like I know that have been like super hacked and like all their information yeah, and all yeah, that. I, I know like like stupid stuff like PS4 accounts or like Xbox Live accounts yeah. or MSN accounts, like all that kind of stuff. But nothing that I've dealt with major in terms of hacking. But yeah, just uh, one last thing before I want uh, before we get wrapping up, I wanted to ask you. Um, so obviously you're a PC gamer right now. Yes. I have unfortunately moved in sort of like the dummy no, um, I style. <laughs> no, but it's it's sort of like mainstream. Yeah. Um, okay. mainstream form of gaming, mainstream form yeah. of computing, and things like that. I'm, I've gone to Mac. You I've gotta, gone you to gotta PS- do what works for you. Yeah, just like leisure gaming, really not uh, focused. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've purchased the PF- PS5 recently. I want to know what you think of last time we talked. The PS5 hadn't been released yes. yet. Yeah. Um, the Xbox Live, hadn't, or sorry, the Xbox, the newest Xbox hadn't been released yet. Xbox X, Series X, Series yeah. X, right? Um, so I want to know what you think now that they're out. Now that you've done, I know you know about them a bit. Uh, what do you think is the 
the standing sort of in between. So at this point in 2021, most, if not all, new release games that are multiplayer are all cross-platform. Yeah. So currently as it stands, for whatever your need is, it doesn't matter if you get a PS4 or PS5, an Xbox Series X, a PC, whatever it is, you'll be able to play with each other. Yeah. Um, it, it depends on... The only thing it comes down to is what you want to do outside of that PS5. Like, if you want a PC and you want to, like, go on web browser, for example, or edit, whatever it is, that's the only reason I could see people getting PCs for gaming, at least, right now. Yeah. Because, realistically, like, you're going to be playing with anyone... I could play with people on Xbox yeah. and PS5 right now. Yeah, I just think that, like, right now, the only two major differences... Because term, in terms of like frame rate and resolution, it's all and stuff, pretty much like it's all pretty much the same. They're all yeah. they're all par right now. They're yeah. all at the same uh, level. I think right now, um, the only thing that makes them different, console and PC gaming, is obviously you have an entire PC, yeah, like that surfs the internet, does documents and all that shit. Um, but then a console is sort of, it's sort of like a gaming. It's just it's just for gaming, and now it's sort of just a smart TV. Yeah, it really is. Literally, it just turns your TV into a obviously you game like PlayStation games and whatever yeah. with cross platform like you would do on a PC, yeah. and now you just have a smart TV. Yeah, it's it's sort of like I think that's great though. Like I yeah. think like that that serves its purpose to a lot of people. Yeah, like people don't want to have a dedicated PC setup, so they have. Yeah their xbox and they can watch netflix they can watch disney plus they can all of it youtube whatever it is yeah and i think that's i think um obviously the pandemic had a large influence on mm-hmm. um the use of a console only because disney plus like you're saying the zone yeah um netflix things like that plex is another good one mm-hmm. um those ones have been such more use um rather than cable television like i haven't watched cable yeah, in like I- forever almost right like this, it just seems instead is, of t- like sports it seems like forever this is a bit off topic but um i know as of right now most cable companies are taking cable away like they're gonna stop they're it. all streaming boxes now so i've gotten yeah. new i've gotten new cable in my house it's not cable i have the one line coming into my house it's wi-fi yeah and all of the boxes on every floor of my house are all streaming boxes now. yeah they don't have like i i honestly don't think within the next 20 years like yeah. one, like once our grandparents like um like the houses all those houses that had cable in them i don't think you'll actually have a, a cable line in your house ever again so the cable line is the same as like tangible lines, same as a yeah. inter Ethernet line or whatever you want to call it. Um, I mean, like just yeah, yeah, you, like, yeah. Like I don't. Th- as of twenty twenty one, Bell and Rogers are not selling cable boxes anymore. They're only selling streaming boxes. Yeah, just streaming boxes. Well, that's what like my house is all. It's all streaming boxes. It's all like that. Gets it from Wi Fi, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just I mean, it's just so much better. I yeah. just find it so much better. But at the same time, um. Th- like you see that making an advancement right going from cable to just streaming boxes but you also see people going just to um just streaming services yeah no, absolutely. right like it's already built into my tv like yeah. i literally have one button on my like a netflix button on my converter right i don't need a whole box i don't have to pay bell 110 dollars a yeah. month or whatever it is right so i think that's like um the future the only thing is obviously the zone right now is like the leader in um like live sports streaming, yeah. Uh, but once it gets to a level where all sports can get on that live streaming service, 
like let's say the zone were to have NBA and stuff like that and NFL, well they have NFL like uh, MLB and whatever. I feel like once you get to that level, I feel like there's no need for cable boxes anymore. Only because like Netflix originals they have ones that release every week and shit like that. So let's say like CTV had a had a an app, right? Yeah. And it was just like Family Feud. I don't know on CTV or whatever, yeah, but yeah. like Family Feud and all those and all the like news and shit like that. I feel like once we get to that, there'll be no need for those well, companies anymore. Think about this for a second. When you buy a house or you buy a condo, whatever you buy, are you putting a cable box in your house or were you no definitely buying, not? Okay, you're gonna you're gonna pay for internet service and that's what you're gonna yeah. Use. So yeah, that, that, like, that answers your question. Right a there. lot of people that you, that I've noticed recently have gone to an Android box. Yeah. Like an ant, like a, just a, a box that just has like a million channels, and you just yeah. stream those. But those also come from feeds that go to cable boxes or yeah. streaming boxes, like Bell and Rogers, yeah. right? So, um, I think after that, like once you get that, like just seamless Wi-Fi connection down, it's just Wi-Fi going to your 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 TV at that point. I feel like there's no need for uh, cable and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just it's just the future. It gets me it gets me a little excited, yeah. but it, it's also kind of scary. Um, just to know that. You grew up watching cable. You grew up watching all that. And it's just gone. Yeah. Right. Like, but that's advancing, right? That's, yeah, yeah. Our parents have seen it with other stuff, like black and white television. Like that's gone. Like you'll never see a white black and white TV again, right? Um. But yeah, I think that's it. I think we're gonna wrap it up there. It's been uh, fun for today. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. It was very, uh, it was very beneficial. <coughs> Sorry. Yeah. So that's um, that's it for episode twenty six. Um, Justin, thank you so much for coming on. Thank I you for really, having me. I really had a. I really enjoyed this. Uh, if you're watching this, check out the link in the description. All of our our TikTok, Twitter, Instagram is there. Um, if you're listening to this, check out the podcast in full video on YouTube. Um, again, that's it for us. Thanks again. Appreciate it. And uh, we refresh your feed so you didn't have to. Peace out. <laughs>